Hello footies and thank you for joining us once again for Foot in Review, where we've been bringing you leading analysis and opinion on all things FIFA and EAFC since 2019. Today's show is proudly brought to you by FootCoaching.com, your number one place for you to get better at FC24. Also, if you want to help support this show directly, please consider joining our Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash foot in review you get a range of benefits including exclusive merchandise coaching discounts and much much more including ad free access to the show which means you won't be hearing this very advertisement however we realize that times are tough so simply leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to us will be greatly appreciated as it helps the show grow we'd also like to thank our skybox holder peter for his exceptional support now let's get to today's show Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of ultimate team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. We are recording this on Tuesday morning, the 16th of January, 2024. My name is Dan Wimbush, thank you very much for joining us once again. I am joined by my good friend, Shack Attack. We've got lots to get into because people, team of the year week is here. The long wait is finally over. We will be finding out, possibly by the time we even listen to this podcast, who is in Team of the Year. And we are going to be talking through all of our preparations, some of our plans. And of course, we've got lots to get into still from the Fire and Ice promo. We've had lots of things drop. We've had some leaks we're going to need to talk about as well. Plus, we've got your thoughts in the mailbag. And we're going to be asking that question, are Travellers too OP or are they just right? All that and much, much more. Shaq, my friend, how are you? I'm doing really well, Dan, really well. Just excited for a team of the year because of my pack save and looking forward to what the promo brings to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous of you there in your T-shirt. For those of you watching, of course, you can see this, the video show on Spotify and YouTube, but you're there in your T-shirt. It is so cold over here in Europe. So cold while you guys are enjoying that <laughs> glorious Australian summer. It is so freaking hot here. It is so hot. It's so muggy and hot. It was, um, I, I worked in the day, we were looking at the parallels because you've got the American NFL playoffs going on where people's moustaches are literally freezing on the sidelines. And I was cutting some big bash from Perth where it's like 40 oh. degrees. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Exactly, exactly. I, I, I did consider wearing a sleeveless t-shirt on just to, just to prove the point that, hey, I'm living the dream, but it's... It's, it's freaking hot. Anyway, anyway, let's let's warm everybody up by talking about fire and ice. See how we've segued there nicely into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq, we'll, we'll talk about the content. I mean, I said there was a lot to get into. There's not too much specific to fire and ice. We did have the mini release on the weekend, which they've already managed to mess up. Um, Alex <laughs> Tellez, who was advertised for the main team, did get released, as did Isco and uh, Musa Diaby. EA put out a tweet already saying that, unfor- that the Tellez was supposed to be a mid-release player. He wasn't supposed to be out on Friday with the main team, so they will be compensating. That good old friend, our good old friend compensation is back. Um, interesting, though, how they'll compensate, Shaq, because, of course, there's two versions of Tellez. So what do you think they'll do? Do you think they'll give people both? No, I think they should give people the packs back. Whatever packs they open, just re- give it back to them for, to reopen again. That makes sense. But hey, I, exactly as you said, how are you going to choose which one is the one that you actually end up with in your club? And to be perfectly honest with you, I just real, I just noticed that Tellers wasn't on the market. And this promo is so underwhelming that I couldn't care less. I just thought, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's no, it's not even something I thought again about. Can you imagine if you, if you opened up one of those 500,000... 
FIFA point packs, the uh, the five hundred thousand coin pack, sorry, and get a free one again. <laughs> My word. Yeah, My that word. would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Cool uh, is not the word I would use it out of, through my jealous <laughs> eyes. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. So yeah, tell us, tell us Diaby and Isco. I mean, Diaby looks vaguely interesting. Um, when I we were doing our prep for the show, I went to look at his price. I thought it was going to be a lot because if you remember in the first weeks of the game, Shaq, Diaby was a very highly sought after card. He was going for what, 50, 60,000 coins, I think in the first couple of weeks. This card though, doesn't seem to have any hype behind it. And you think you've got a decent reason why. Yeah, it's the pace playstyle plus. He doesn't have that. Uh, I can't remember if it's rapid plus. It's that one particular playstyle plus, which really made. I think in the start of the game, it was extremely unique where Diaby was the cheapest player to have that playstyle plus, and Mbappe, the gold Mbappe, has the same playstyle plus. And we don't seem to this these these Diabys don't have the same playstyle plus. They have, I think, uh, power shot as well as technical plus. And I honestly. Just give him the exact play style he had on his gold card, and I think that would have been a lot more expensive than what it is on the market. To be perfectly honest with you, because you combine the stats that he's got with the playstyle plus, it just doesn't gel. Yeah, there are both of those versions of fire in the ice, around about hundred thousand coins. Nice little pickup. It is a card though, Shaq, that I could see rising. I think again, these mini release cards. Remember that these cards are going out of packs tonight, Tuesday. Of course, we're recording this on Tuesday morning. So this card's going to be quite rare, Shaq. So this could, you know, you could see a little bit of a rise if you were a fan of Diaby's cards. This might be the time to pick it up and give it a test run. Exactly. I know we have a separate trading show, but one of the things I would recommend to everyone listening is if you have the coins lying around, I would certainly urge you to buy an Isco at discard for the price. Got both the Fire as well as the Ice version. There's also a Murata that's at discard price technically he's at the fodder price as well you can buy him as well and i think i have an outside shot i have a feeling dan you and i discussed this over the weekend about cody hakpo i think it's a really good card that's extremely underpriced and that's another card i would just just leave it in your club and i think Teles is another card that you could consider just leaving in your club as well again this is i'm talking about fairly large budget where you're not really concerned about 100k just being lost in your club it will make some profit for you at some point in time. And it, these kind of things just work out. Yeah, absolutely. The combination of potential Evos in the future, of course, again, the rarity, because not so many people are, are saving packs at the moment. There's not a glut of supply for cards. some of these cards that will only be in packs for, what, four or five days. So worth having a look. Of course, we'll get back into a trading show. We're planning to do that next week. It was going to be this week, but plans have changed, unfortunately. So we will do one. We do one a month. Again, patreon.com forward slash foot in review if you're interested in subscribing and getting access to that show. Um, so that covers the mini release. Shaq, we also saw a couple of SBCs that might interest people, especially if you've got an English team or Premier League team anyway. Danny Welbeck got a flashback card. This would have been leaked for a little while. It took a while to come out, but it's finally been released. Coming out at around 85k. This, again, to me, screams perfect card if you are building a new account. But I think for anybody that's been playing since September, you've probably got better. Exactly. I think one of the things that people had mentioned was this is exactly the Aubameyang card that was out a month and a half ago, uh, stats-wise, and the way it performed in-game. And, I mean, of, of course, if you have some um, affiliation to Arsenal or Man United or even Brighton, you can go ahead and try doing this SBC, but it's not. It's a one that it's, it can be a complete pass without a problem at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course... Well, I mentioned if you sign up to the Patreon, you get access to the trading show. You also get access to the Discord and you also get access to listen to the show live as our good friend 
Nathan Downs is the scout. Can't join us today, unfortunately, due to work commitments, but he is uh, popping in on a bit of a break to listen to us. And he uh, he says he's done well back. He's got, again, he mentioned on last week's show, fairly new account for him. He's done well back. He said he's superb, although his left foot is stinking, um, which is perhaps a little bit of a surprise for a four-star, four-star striker. But again, I think it just sums up why this card is only for sort of newer players to the game or if you're after the nostalgia vibes. That's exactly right. That, that's the only thing it's good for, I think. Absolutely. Well, look, if you're looking for a way to link in Danny Welbeck, of course, place for Brighton now in the Premier League, English, not too hard. But look, if you do want that extra link, Ashley Cole's Thunderstruck icon came out as well over the weekend, Shaq. Now, this one, a bit more pricey. 600,000 coins for a left back. But I would argue, I mean, this card to me is absolutely worth it if you want to lock down that left back slot for a long time. And if you don't have 400 other left-backs in your squad, then it's definitely <laughs> worth it. But I think, like you and me, most of us have Barcha. If you don't have Barcha, you have uh, Havertz. That was a pretty good card as well. That's really cheap. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Havertz is still available to do the SVC, if that's right. Uh, I could I be wrong there. I think so. You might just, I'll go and check that, but talk more about Ashley Cole while I check. So essentially, Ashley Cole's a card. I think his team of the year icon was something I packed last year, and I really enjoyed using him. He's a, I think there's a huge difference between the base Ashley Cole icon card and this one, exactly as we had last year with his, even his prime compared to his team of the year icon with completely different cards. And the price shows it all because this particular Ashley Cole card was priced at, I think, 900K before the SBC got released, 800, 900K. Okay, so he's a really solid card. And he's not he's a card that you can use, I think, at least till team of the season. But if you don't have uh any other left back option, if Havertz is still available, for example, I think you can you can you can be forgiven for skipping this particular Ashley Cole. But if you have an affiliation for Cashley Cole, if you're a Chelsea fan, haha, or an Arsenal fan, haha, you can try and get this one done. Yeah, I mean the the big chunk of this SBC is the 188 rated squad and we talked about this last week when we were talking about Maldini as well is that with the glut of fodder that you're actually getting you know you think about what the level 35 reward you can get the 84 plus times 20 it's only these 88 and really it's only the 89 squads that are causing people major headaches and actually making them dip into the coins because this Ashley Cole SBC you've got an 88 rated squad and then you've got one two two 87s and then it's 86s and below and they're pretty easy to come by those kind of squads. So especially for anybody that's saving any sort of packs for team of the year. So this one will be one you can do over the course of that. I think he's a very solid fullback. I used Ashley Cole last year. I really liked him as a fullback, but exactly what you said. I've got Batcher. I've also got the Bon Pastor uh, UCL Champions League hero card. So my left back slot is kind of locked down. So that's the only reason I won't be doing it. But I think if I missed out on Batcher for whatever reason, this would be one that I'd slowly be working towards. I think that Bompasto UCL card is a card that's slightly slept on a lot of people. I think John keeps talking about pros using that particular card, and he and she's a really good card in game. She's always difficult to get through. So, yeah, if you have that card lying in your club, yeah, she's really good. Yeah, if you want something, you know, talking about an 86-rated squad, of course, you can pour one of those. If you have got a dupe, if you're opening packs or picks or whatever over the next few days before team of the year, or you're just opening in general as you go along and you're not bothered about saving, you can do the ultimate hero gamble that we've had so far, Shaq. They've added in the those UCL heroes for the first time since they were back in packs now. It's an 86-plus base uh, Centurions or UCL hero pick. 
I've done this three times across my two accounts, and I have not seen a UCL hero. In fact, I think I've only seen one Centurion hero, which was Dirk Cow. So they've been absolutely stinking for me, but I think they're fairly harmless and cheap. They don't need a, a Team of the Week card. So again, I, I don't think it does you any harm to have a little bit of a go. I had enough fodder in my club just to complete one today, and lo and behold, I got a, a regular base hero company that was a duplicate, which which sucked, but I had I had a choice of UCL um, Dudek, and I just ended up taking him. He's a very solid goalkeeper, Yezzy Dudek, but again, they handed us like the base one, didn't they, for yeah. free not so long ago as part of some objectives or season pass, I can't remember, along lines, but yeah, I mean, have a go. They said if you've got dupes, again, please don't go out and buy um, cards for this and it's definitely not one you should rip a load of packs for but it is exactly. nice to be out there and you can expect this kind of SBC to be out during Team of the Year don't be shack because we've seen EA Lights put things like Icon Gamble packs Hero Gamble packs all while Team of the Year is going on definitely I think we can see a lot of Gamble packs and we'll get into the other content that we expect for Team of the Year and I think there's going to be a whole heap of Gamble packs just to sink away your fodder into Absolutely. Well, let's get to it because we expect the Team of the Year warm-up promo to come tonight. Again, as you're listening to this, it may well be out, but we are going off what's kind of elite and what is to be expected. The reason we expect this to be today is because the simple fact that the Fire and Ice Team 2 goes out of packs tonight, that usually symbolizes a change in tact for the promo. Previous years, we have had this warm-up in the few days before Team of the Year is released. And it basically gives you loads of objectives and SBCs to stock packs for your club. So you have things like 83-plus attacker packs. You have 82 by 10s. We're not exactly sure what they'll release this year, but it will be a big time. If you haven't been saving packs or you are saving packs, whatever stage you're at, this will give you the chance to get something in your club for to open either when the first players start going in or whenever you choose. Shaq, what would you say to people as we head in to this kind of little three, four-day period before those first Team of the Years pop into packs? Look, the way it's going, I think I was surprised with the 85-plus repeatable three times today. That's really caused... Uh, it's just thrown a spanner into my in, into the rhythm that I had, and I really don't have enough fodder in my club because I'm just storing all the packs, so I don't really have any fodder in my club. To buy the fodder, it's starting to be a fairly expensive affair because I have to buy a lot of fodder to get these SBCs done. I think the best thing for people to do is if you have the time today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, if it comes before content drops, I would just go in and buy as many as 83, 84s that you can, 82s, 83s, and 84s that you can buy so you can get these SBCs done. If you're inclined to do these SBCs, if you're not, if you're just going to, if you're just going to just leave everything and wait till team of the year to drop for you to open your packs and get on with your life, that's completely fine. But if you want to engage with the promo, I suggest you just go ahead and buy as much photo as you can so you're prepared and well-stocked. Yeah, look, if you do want to have the best chance of getting these cards, and we've said this, we said this last week, these these are unicorns. You're probably not going to get them, but if you don't buy your tickets, you don't win raffles. This is where you spend your coins. I mean, we've seen now that you don't actually need coins to get a good squad together. I know that might sound weird, but with the way the SBCs have been released and these icons, and we'll get into some of the leaks and what we may expect over Team of the Year itself uh, on the other side of the ad break. But the, if you have got, say, 800,000 coins sitting there, there is no harm in you dumping 200,000 coins into that fodder. It is so cheap, as Shaq said right now, and stocking up on a load of 83s, 84s, 85s will allow you to get those bigger guaranteed packs 
the 85 plus is of this world out there in there so that's what i'd recommend you do and also that's why i would potentially recommend you to stick people to still be opening some packs right now shack i know the temptation for a lot of people is i'm going to save absolutely everything but i would have some sort of a plan and my general rule of thumb is that if it's got anything less than a guaranteed 83 plus in it i'm opening it so things like premium gold players packs where it's 12 gold players and three rares, I'm opening those because they'll allow me to do the daily SBCs. They'll allow me to do things like marquee matchups. They'll allow me to continue to grind through league SBCs and then generate more packs from that rather than waiting till team of the year is on. And then we talked about this last week. You said, you know, don't go with every man left behind. Those are the packs that you'll inevitably start basically just throwing away those players. So you may as well just open them up now and I would say to people, if you are pack saving, I think it's much better to have that smaller group of guaranteed big players than having hundreds and hundreds of packs of just, you know, like packs that have got like two, you know, two rare gold player packs and things like that. Exactly. 100% agree with you. I think that's the tact I took today because I just couldn't keep buying the fodder I needed to get these SBCs done. I told myself, let me just go ahead and crack open those packs that I don't really care about, that I was just saving for the sake of saving. And that helped me along the way. And as, as you said, I think one of the easiest ways that you can get some fodder into your club right now to get these SBCs done is do the daily gold upgrade grind. Once you get those gold upgrade, the, the non-rare gold cards, put them into the radioactive SBC and you can get, not radioactive, sorry, it's a winter wild card, winter um, wild crafting, card, yeah. crafting, whatever, upgrade. You can get some three-player <laughs> three, three player packs from there and you get eighty. You tend to get 84s and 83s and it's just one of those cycles that you can get some SBCs done and then add supplement that with the other premium gold players back or anything along those lines and before you know it you have enough in your club and yeah just as you said the 85 pluses will be the ones that you look forward to and i think even if you do spend about 15k trying to open trying to craft an 85 plus pack if you end up getting an 89 or a 90 rated card out of those 85 plus as just as pure fodder you still are in the green so that's something you can try yeah and we'll talk about just why crafting those kind of packs will pay off for you regardless uh in just a few minutes but we're going to take a very short break we will be back right after this you're listening to foot in review proudly brought to you by footcoaching.com remember you can help support this show directly and receive a host of benefits including ad-free access to the show exclusive merchandise and access to our meetups which this year is happening once again over in crete simply sign up at patreon.com forward slash foot in review also if you have any feedback on the show please follow us on our socials at foot coaching anyway let's get on with the show right we are back now we talked about the team of the year warm-up shack and what we can kind of expect from that let's just talk about team of the year itself now we had a question in the mailbag last week from adam what are our kind of plans we kind of went along and talked about our pack saving ideas and things like that but let's get into a little bit more strategizing not just for us but what we would kind of advise or you know recommend to people out there because it is such a high promo and of course we all want those magic blue cards or the uh, the magic blue and white cards that we're going to get with the team of the year icons or whatever color they decide to make nominees there is so much we're going to want but as we advised last week you're probably not going to get them so the main thing for me shack is everybody should be going into team of the year with a plan and the way to say that is we've got so many good players out right now we've got maldini you've got your sabio you've got hullet 
got so many good icons to go for. Coal, as we've just mentioned. And there are some more leaked as well. Spoiler alert, if you want, don't want to hear a leak, pause for about 10 seconds. Zico and Cafu icons have been leaked as well. So there are so many packs for people to go for. That's why for me, having this idea of, okay, if I get a blue, great, but here's what I'm going to go for and here's my plan. I think that's the, the most important thing of anything going into Team of the Year. Definitely. I think one of the things that EA has changed the way they've done package, the, the way they've packaged content this year is probably quite appealing to people like you and me, Dan, is they've just given us a lot of things that you can logically attain without trying to pack that, you know, jackpot or the iPad from the vending machine, as you keep joking about. You don't have to pack the best card to get the best coins to go ahead and, you know, buy the best card. You can craft your way. And some of the SBCs we have coming up, I think both of us have done the Eusebios, the Hullets, and those kind of cards are in our clubs already. And I think we're both looking forward to the SBCs that are coming out of Team of the Year. And I think I have plans to get both those SBCs done because they fit perfectly in my team. And one of the SBCs is definitely one that I've been eyeing for a while. I'm really hoping it's the best possible version. That's really what I'm hoping for. But if it's not, still fine. I have enough. I will have enough fodder in my club to get these two done for I think for nothing, for no coin spent. And at the end of the at the end of team of the year, if you walk out of team of the year with packing no blues, but if you've improved your squad, that's a win in my books. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Was it last year we had a Chubby Alonso's team of the year icon? Yes, we did. We had Chabi Alonso's team of the year icon. We had Mbappe going around the same time. We also had, I think, the Sergio Ramos, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it last year that we had Sergio Ramos? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Good it was a really good card. I missed out on that particular card because I thought he was too expensive, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> was I wrong? Yeah, and he was such a good card. I think the year before was the year of Iran's flashback as well. It was an absolute beast. It was in every team. Uh, for a long time so yeah i think you're right if you just look at it coming out of, i'm going to come out of team of the year better than when i went in i think that's all that matters and again if you do see one of those mystical blues that's brilliant but in terms of the planning again wait for these sbcs you know do if you don't indulge in leaks and you like the surprises that's great but i think this is one of those occasions where it does pay to look at some of the i mean don't pay them but <laughs> it pays off to look at some of the leakers and some of the SBCs that are coming and then wait because the last thing you want to be doing is wasting dupes um, when the particular card you want to come out hasn't been released yet. Although if you're going for someone like Eusebio, of course they're already out now, but this is where I talk about in terms of planning because you might not get enough fodder to do them all. So it is worth waiting until everything is out and then making your decisions from there, Shaq. Definitely. I think it's it, the best thing to do, as you said, is just wait till everything is out and then you can finally make a final decision. Don't start anything until then because I have a feeling some of the rumored SPCs will be released before Team of the Year drops. And if that happens, don't evacuate. Don't open up everything just to get that SPC done. That'll just be a waste of the time that you've had these packs saved up. Yeah, and again, even when the full teams are in packs, it's, it's so hard to hold on to not evacuate. But wait again perhaps until slightly if you can possibly hold on and wait until the right kind of crafting and recycle upgrades have been released as well that will pay and and this is only you know this isn't us say oh every you know be bar humbug everybody wait you have to be super sensible but it's just if you want the very very best out of your value it is the key is to wait for everything to be in packs which is usually the following so team of the year will 
start on Friday, usually with the attackers. They'll be out for a few days. Then the midfielders go into packs. Then the defenders and goalkeepers go into packs. The following Friday, we then usually get the full team. And if history has been anything to go by, the following day after that, we get the 12th man or women or whoever, whichever vote they go for this year. Then they go into packs. And then sometimes, Shaq, we've then had to wait another couple of days for nominees to go in. So EA almost do want us to, to give in early. But if you do want to get the most value, the maximum value for your pack saved, it is best to wait as long as humanly possible. I've, I've got a question for you, Dan. Just pretend it's exactly the same as last year's template, but then the only difference is you have a men's team and a women's team that goes hand in hand. For example, the men's team comes out first and the same patterns followed by the women's team. And once the men's team leaves packs, hypothetically, they don't come back into packs. Are you saving your packs? If you're saving packs, would you be saving your packs to open them at the time that all the men's team are in packs or are you going to wait till the women's team are in packs? I, I would. I don't think I could wait that wait that long. I think I would have to go for when the men's team is in packs. I, I would just. I. I have to have that shot of that Mbappe. I just have to, uh, and that VVD. That that's the way I'm built. But the whole kind of strategy that I go for for team of the year is I try and just keep my club going, and I will keep going through league SBCs. I make a little bit of coinage through trading. And that all that coinage does, I don't make big moves. I just make enough to keep my club ticking over and that just go through that league SBC over and over and over again. So I will probably open I'm, I'm even tempted to open as soon as as soon as the SBC I want out of those two icons comes out. That's when I might just go, you know what I'm ripping. Whatever's in packs is in packs. I just want to get this done. I want to improve my team now and then I'll just keep going from there because yeah, vo- as we said last week, volume doesn't necessarily uh, guarantee you anything. That is very true. That is very true. What about Just you? For what what, why would you be opening? For me, I really, I, there's, I think for me, I'm more excited about the women's team, like we discussed before, that Bon Marty, the Pateas card, those are the cards, the Rollful cards. I'm just talking about these cards is giving me the, the feels that I don't necessarily get with the of the year. For some weird reason, I just assume that these are attainable cards. So I could be completely wrong, but I just feel they're attainable cards and I just feel like I can get one of them. Then other the traditional Mbappes or Ronaldos. I think we've been burnt so many years in a row where we expect that Messi or the Ronaldo or the... Mbappe, I've never come across those ones, but I have a feeling that women will be kind to me this year. Yeah, fingers crossed. And like, I look at the the leaked icon, Team of the Year icon team, and oh my goodness <sighs> me. Like, if you, you're talking about unicorns. It, it's, it's fascinating though, isn't it, Shaq? Because the fact that those players are in packs gets you hyped, yet you've got even less chance of when their base versions are just... In, their base <laughs> versions are in packs all the time and yet we so suddenly true. think because they're in packs for a week oh well, i've got a better chance of getting an r9 that's exactly that's so true i think one of the cards amongst those team of the year icon cards is the team of the year icon sour that's rumored to come out oh she looks like such a good card even the regular base card is someone is a card that everyone talks about in in great in really positive terms so i can't wait to try that team of the year sour card and for some reason like exactly as you said i've had my eyes set on oh what wouldn't wouldn't it be nice to pack the team of the year's icon sour and as you said i haven't packed the base i haven't packed a base oh, del piero yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to, yeah 
You never, yeah. you never know. Well, look on the uh, on the team of the year front on the final bit of planning as well. This one came in from head of foot coaching John, who is listening live into us as well, reminding us, of course, that the Zidane SBC is still available. Uh, hello to you, John. Um, but one of his tips was to play draft because there'll be lots of people hopping on wanting to play games, and of course, draft gives you those tradable packs back as well. We have got that draft token sbc so look if you want the best chance of getting something tradable because so 90 percent of the packs that get thrown at us now shack other than your weekly rewards are untradable so if you do want that chance of hitting the biggest jackpot of all a tradable team of the year playing in drafts is not a bad way to do so especially if you've got a decent enough level if you're someone that can get through those first couple of rounds of draft relatively easily um, on a regular basis playing draft might be a good way to go about it as well so and the one other thing as well just on the team of the year warm-up and team of the year in general if you are saving hundreds of packs empty your club first while these upgrades are in packs before team of the year dump every player that you can that is not that is untradeable in because that way you will not have to deal with the dupes when you open the team of the year packs because when the team of the year packs first get opened the chances are the upgrades won't be out at the same time so what you don't want is a scenario where, as we mentioned, all of those lower rated players are just thrown away because there's not a, an 82 plus double uh, upgrade as we've seen at the moment. So it pays to just chuck every player you've got in now so you will be recycling through less dupes. It will save you time and it'll maximize the benefits to your club. So that is my number one tip going into all Great. of this. Uh, I was also going to say, Shaq, just very quickly, apparently the most voted team of the year so far has been Mbappe, Haaland, Messi, Bellingham, Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, Teo Hernandez, Diaz, Virgil van Dijk, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Stegen. Any of those surprise you or anyone missing from that list that surprises you? I think the only one that, it doesn't surprise me, but because it's the most supported team, I think Stegen is the one that surprises me because I would have expected Alisson to be there. But apart from that, I think it's, yeah, it's rock solid, completely rock solid. Uh, I would, I would, Personally, my preference would be slightly different with the right back. My preference would be slightly different with probably, um, yeah, just the right back. Everything else is pretty spot on. And maybe the goalkeeper is arguable to Stegen. But yeah, that's apart from that, everything else is spot on. Yeah, Chris asked us as well, who would you put in your, just if it was just you, your own personal FC24 team of the year? Is there a card that you've used through the first sort of three months of this game that you would love to get a team of the year card um, as implausible as it may be. Oh, like a random card that, has, yeah. that just hasn't performed. Um, I'm trying to think hard on that one. That's uh, <laughs> as weird as it is. Yeah, I was just going to say a Renato would be beautiful. It would just be like, uh, and it, on one condition that only I get to own it. No one else gets to own it because that card causes such, he's such a menace. Either Renato or uh, to be fairly original, maybe a Ming Son with a five-star, five-star team of the year version oh, with the finesse plus the way it was with the double play style of having a Travella plus as well. Oh, that, that, will, that will do me in. Yeah, I would love, I would just love another Kante. I, I just love Kantes in this game um, and a really super juice Kante would be amazing and any of the Reading players um, getting one would be absolutely amazing but that is the, the beauty of evolutions and I'm kind of working towards them off my own bat but yeah I, I would love a love a nice team of the year Kante or actually I would like a I know they they don't do team of the year heroes but Ledley King has been a warrior for me this year 
Um, and I would love to get even more juice because I think he's on the tipping point now, Shaq, where I've just started to think hmm, he's probably going to need replacing soon, which is really sad because he's got 400-odd games for me. Yeah. Um, and he's just been an absolute uh, a fantastic can defender. I, and as I said last week, I never see him. I don't understand why I never see yep. him anywhere else. Can I just say kudos to you? I've known you for this long in this particular iteration of the game, and you haven't really chosen to go with Van Dyke, even though that's the most popular and the rattiest thing that you can do. And I'm talking from experience <laughs> of being a rat myself. Uh, you've just you've you've done really well and getting those those high eleven ones, high elo games with no Van Dyke in. Yeah, hats off to you, man. Yeah, the the Deadly King. Paolo Maldini baby partnership is is going strong. It uh, got me to eleven and one in this weekend league, uh, and it then also got me to thirteen and seven because the Elo just caught up with me in a horrific, horrific way. And it was the fourteen still continues to elude me, but we will we we will fight on. We will fight on in uh, in the sweaty sweaty Monday gameplay as best we can. Uh, speaking of sweaty Monday gameplay, this brings us to our talking point. Now we've put out a question on our socials, which was, what do you think about Travella shots? Do you think they're too OP and need nerfing? Do you think they maybe need a small tweak? Or do you think, no, leave them just as they are? Now, in the poll, just before we went to air, 7% were saying they're too OP, nerf them. And then it was a pretty even split between people that thought they needed a slight tweak and people that thought they needed no tweaking at all. Where do you fall, Shaq? I think inside the box, I have no issue at all. No issue whatsoever. In fact, I've started to use Travellers a lot more inside the box and it seems to be more, I think the percentage chance of the ball going into the net is fairly high for me with the Traveller from inside the box. Where I don't like it is, even if you saw the FC Pro Tournament this morning, Oh, morning my time, evening your time. Um, there was a goal that I saw that Kafu, the right back, he scored a Travella goal. He's got a Travella play style, admittedly, but from outside the way outside the box, went flying in to the top left corner. Those are the goals that I cannot stand because they come out of nowhere. It's just a chance goal, which is fine if it happens once every weekend league. But if it happens four, five, six times a weekend league, or even even more than that, that's when you think something. It's just it's it's just not calibrated correctly. That's just my opinion. Anyone outside the box scoring a Traveller goal consistently, I and also there's isn't there a stat that you need to have short, the short power needs to be lower and finishing needs to be higher or some, there's some combination that it works really well, which yeah, those are the parts I don't like your thoughts. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the shot power has got to be low. Cause then it does that kind of floaty floaty one. Um, and John again in the chat pointing out, you can save them if you move the goalkeeper, but that's so hard to do. Uh, he also yeah. says he wants, uh, he wants dumb freeze in his team of the year or maybe a Jimenez. Don't think you're getting any of those, I'm afraid, John. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean my goalkeeper. That. I, to be fair, I didn't concede too many of them. Uh, maybe that's just the way I defend because I'm quite aggressive with my defenders and come out to players a lot. And mm. that's why I end up conceding more cutbacks than anything else. But I, I don't think that they need nerfing into the ground. I do think, like you said, I think they just need a slight tweak. I think, especially for those without the Traveller shot play style, yeah. I don't think they should be going in. It's kind of like, I think they need to be balanced in the same way the Finesse, Finesse Plus shots got balanced in the last patch where we're now seeing less, a lot less of the 35-yard steaming, steaming into the top corner unstoppable level. Um, but 
yeah, that's my two cents anyway. With the finesse shots, I just I just really want to add that with the finesse shots, I had no objection with using the finesse shots inside the box, and I don't think they're as useful inside the box as they were, which kind of annoys me. Yes, I, that's no, the I part agree. that really annoys me. And I, they've, I, I just this is this is my concern with the Travellers as well. I don't want EA to nerf them that you can't use them inside the box as well, because then the finishing is so inconsistent that I'm finding that Travellers are probably the only consistent way I can score. Back in the day, it was finesse. That was the only consistent way I could score. But if they nerf Travellers, I'm just back to square one and just shooting and hoping for the best. There is something that is a little bit broken about them. And John makes the point saying it's more the goalies moving too far to the post on the side they take the shot from. Outside the box, goalies move too far to their post. If they stay more in the middle, it's perfectly fine. And I agree. I don't know if you've seen it, but there is some weird glitch that goes on where the goalkeeper almost kind of sprints out a bit to his six-yard yeah. box then turns back to face the goal and, and I do, that when the Travella shot is triggered. So I'm not sure if there is a, a bit of coding that's got a stray on there, but it, I agree with John. It's very unnatural from the goalkeepers to be to be beaten in that way. Look, if someone's got the Travella Plus play style, they're 25 yards out and they're in absolutely acres of space and they green time it. Yeah, great. That, that Perfect. You've, you've, you've worked an opportunity you've used the skill and you've picked a particular player to to use that skill really well absolutely brilliant great no complaints at all but i think it's like you said when you're seeing people without it someone like cafu steaming it in from 25 30 yards and the goalkeepers you know glitching out it just doesn't make sense exactly exactly admittedly though cafu does have the play style he doesn't have the play style plus but he still has a play style fair enough i will allow that I will allow okay. that. But if it's a random guy that doesn't have any play style, that has no right to score a Travella, score the Travella. I think I got score a Travella uh, through Havertz on the weekend and Bacher on the weekend as well. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is guys just trying. I just never get, I never get into the positions for it. I've got um, Gareth McCleary and Fran Kirby, both with that play style. But I just, it's just the way, the way I build up and stuff. I just never seem to get in that little pocket of space. In you know, You know the zone. The, the 25 that 20 25 yard zone just around the corner of the d um i never get into that space to rip the travellers so it doesn't seem to affect me yeah fair enough it's just one of those hail mary shots that's it absolutely so look let please let us know what you think we'll try and do some more polls uh follow us on socials we are at foot coaching again remember you can email us now foot in review at gmail.com that is foot in review at gmail.com that's for show questions feedback inquiries anything please hit us up over there we will be more than happy to you know we want to get into some more questions we love the questions we get from our discord community and our patreon community but look we want uh, this show is for everybody so look if you want those questions please get them in um shack as well i forgot last week on our return that we didn't do player in review and we didn't do formation in review which i apologize for that is on me as a host to not do uh formation review we'll come back with next week it will return don't worry folks we're not gonna abandon it but any players in review from the last three or four weeks you'd like to give a bit of a shout out to even if it's just in brief I've been using the Winter Wildcards and Kunku, and uh, I wasn't very thrilled when I packed him, even though I looked at his price and thought, oh, geez, this guy's really expensive. And I wasn't really impressed with him. But as time's gone on, 
I just love the way he moves. He's a really silky dribbler. He's got five-star skills, four-star weak foot. And I, you keep referring to that third central central midfielder in your 4-3-2-1. That was the, the attacking one. He is so good in that particular role. He just finds the pocket of spaces that you need to find. He's an amazing cam in a 4-3-1 as well. Um, he's a very interesting uh, left left midfielder in uh, Kevin, Kevin Kevin from Nothing But For Things um, 4-4-2 as a left left midfielder. So Nkunku's a very interesting card. I've really enjoyed using him. And um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to replacing him. But depending on what I pack and how things go, he might be the only one that I might have to replace depending on what I get. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving using him. Excellent stuff. I'd like to give a shout out to Jules Kunde and his uh, CDM card that was released, a Winter Wild card. Very good CDM. I'd been using uh, Shurmeni's uh, radioactive Evo that took him up to an 87. And despite having, I think, something like 72 pace, he was really great. But I put Kunde in for, I think, chemistry reasons. And he's just fitted in really seamlessly. I love that Bruiser Plus playstyle. It's my favorite playstyle in this game, just for the way they, they barge people off like it's an NES game. Um, <laughs> just absolutely arcadey stuff. The only thing that lets the card down is the passing. The passing sometimes goes astray, so that's not great. But the mobility is fantastic. The pace is good. I said that physicality is better than you'd expect from a Kunde card. So he's staying in. He'll stay in for a little while. Um, I'm not quite, I wouldn't go quite as far as say it's Kante-esque, but I think he's just a very balanced CDM that can do a nice bit of everything. Um, and I don't think he's terribly cheap. I think it was a couple of hundred K the last I saw. There's also the opportunity as well to move him back to centre-back later in the game. Now, Ingvi used this card as well, and he was talking about his stamina draining quite quickly. I think it's 80 is his base stamina. I don't notice it. I think he still has more in the tank than my centre-backs towards the end of the game. But again, formation may play a big part in that, Shaq. Mm, absolutely, I think. But you're quite right. I've used the Kunde card in draft and yeah, he was, he reminded, he was very, for me, he felt like very Kante-esque. He was moving around. The the agile dribbling was really good to try and tackle the ball away from the, from the opposition. Yeah, he felt, he was a fun card. Yeah, he's down to actually 160,000 coins now. So, yeah, very much recommend that card if you are looking for a, a nice, well-rounded CDM. They need those French or La Liga or Barcelona links. Vishak, anything else to add before we head off? There's two things. One is we will try and do a formation and review for the 352 or the 5212 by the boss man himself. Next week, we'll, we'll try and provide that. And secondly, um, just to plug our trading show that we have exclusively for our highest level of Patreons, um, one, I have three particular cards that I identified at three different price brackets that you could use for your team that I expect if all things were to work, I expect these cards to make you at least about a good 30 to 40% of whatever your initial investment was. One's a 1.5 million coin card, one's a 1 million coin card, and one's a 500 coin card, 500K coin card. So there are three different versions of these cards, and I really think um, they are very interesting and they're very, really well-priced. And I, I have a feeling that if all things were to all work out, we can see some good lucrative profits on these ones. So join us on the trading show when we do have record one on Thursday. Yeah, that is for our, our Patreon supporters in supporter tier and above. So very much encouraged. Of course, you get loads of other, as you would have heard in the ad at the top of the show, you get loads of discounts and benefits and merch and all sorts of good thing. Our meetup in Crete, access to that. Loads of reasons to get involved. And we thank you for the, deeply, on, honestly, for all of that support. It's been fantastic to see. Uh, we realize times are tough. 
and those of you that do go that extra mile is super super appreciated and also thank you to everyone who submitted those five star reviews as well again they mean a lot to us they help us grow they help us reach more people anything you can do uh, just clicking a like on one of our tweets or our posts on instagram and things like that it all does very much help and um, we want to try and reach as many people as possible we want to see our community grow uh, and again we need your feedback to do so as well we're not afraid if you, there is something you're not liking about the show if it's a segment you think is a bit of a dud if you want to hear us talk more about something else again we've got that email address now foot in review at gmail.com um, to get in touch with us we we will not be offended because if we don't hear from you uh, there's no reason uh, we can you know there's no way that we can make it grow um and one of the reviews we had from Chris said, uh, the best EAFC Ultimate Team pod, the best independent show out there, great host, content, and debate. And that's not just from Grandpapa Mac. That's not just Grandpapa <laughs> Mac pumping himself up as one, of our, as one of the hosts. So thank you for that, Chris. Very much appreciate your feedback, and we'll try and read out some more over the coming weeks as well. Um, that does wrap up the show for today. Again, disclaimer, we've released this. We've recorded this before 11 o'clock on Tuesday. Um, so if everything we said about team, the warm-up is wrong, maybe John just, John just cancels the show entirely before he pushes it live. <laughs> um, but anyway, hopefully we, we've got most of it right. Of course, the main crew on Friday, it'll be released on Saturday, will be back. John, Ingvi, I believe, are on board for the launch of Team of the Year. They will be there. Grandpapa Mac himself, not the one who's just sent us that lovely review, but other Chris. He will be on board as well. Lots to look forward to on that. Again, follow us on socials at Foot Coaching, that foot in review at gmail.com email address. I'm at Wimby on Twitter. Shaq, what are you? Shackadak6285 on Twitter and Shackadak on the Discord. And also just a final, very, final, very final thing as well. On a very personal note, thank you to everyone who's shown support uh, to Reading Football Club during what is a horrific time for us um, received uh, some lovely tweets retweets likes on my social media um, for those who didn't see it uh, were, the, our game with Port Vale was abandoned after players uh, sorry after fans ran onto the pitch to protest our ownership um, and again the support of the wider football community in getting this agenda to hopefully the people that can make a difference is very much appreciated so from my point of view that is fantastic I really would like my football club to survive uh, not just so that I can Evo our players in the, in the <laughs> AFC 25 shack. Um, I don't think they cover the Southern League, Ishmael League or yeah. whatever it is. So, um, well, you can always have the Glazers, buddy. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Anyway, that's enough of us. Thank you, indeed. We will be back. One last thing for us to do, Shaq. Drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. Eh? You. Eh? You. F-U-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-